Welcome to the Black Mother Wound Podcast, where we center the stories of Black women as we heal from the painful relationships with our mothers, sometimes controversial, always compelling, vulnerable, and real. We believe we can only heal the things we name. And if you didn't know, we're all in this together. I'm your host, Jennifer Arnese. Welcome back to the Black Mother Wound Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Arnese. This is episode 21. What's up, everybody? Um, it is second week of January. We we here. It really feels like it should be summertime by now because January is already Januarying. And um, I'm still in a warm-up phase for season two. And First of all, I really, really, really want to thank everybody who has listened to episode 20, which was the first episode of season two. Y'all are some ride or dyers, if that's a word, you know what I'm saying? And y'all are riding, dying for y'all for your own healing, for this community, for me. And oh man, it's been 18 months. And to think like y'all are still here, y'all are still in it, y'all are still processing, growing, learning, wanting to know more, um, consuming this content, being an active and engaged part of this community. And I am so thankful. I'm so thankful because if you've been listening, then you know, even doing this podcast is a part of my own healing process. It's me believing in myself every week is me thinking I have something of value to say. It's me sharing my story. It's me sometimes combating the voice of my mother in my head that girl, nobody wants to hear what you got to say, you know, and believing in myself. So this podcast is a part of my process, you know, so it's as much for me as it is for you and to see you all show up with me and get it. It really does. Here we are two minutes in and I'm already emotional. It means so much to me. And I, I really also want to say that, and we're going to get into the episode in a minute, but I really want to want you to look at this as an example for yourself in how you step out there, how you um, challenge the limiting beliefs you have, challenge the voice in your head, challenge the programming, challenge um, the mistakes of the past to still step out there and know that there are people there are opportunities and there is a space for you to do the things that are important for you to do. And I just want to pour that into you for a minute. We didn't always get somebody rooting for us. And it's nothing like your mother rooting for you. There's nothing like that. There's nothing having like having somebody believe in you when you don't believe in yourself and why it's really important that it comes from your mother is because 
You believe everything she says. You know, when your mother say the stove is hot, the stove is hot. When she say be careful, you should be careful. So when she also tells you, you don't know what you're talking about, you believe you don't know what you're talking about. When she says you shouldn't try or no, there's no, nobody's ever going to be there for you or you're never going to have something. You believe it because we believe our mothers because they're the first teacher that we have ever had. They, they are our voice and our eyes to the world. You know, it's like whoever our mother is, that's who the world is. And that's why mothering is so important and why healing our mother wound is so important because it changes how we see ourselves and it changes how we see the world. So to have somebody pour into you and say, I get it. You're doing great things. You have something amazing to offer. I never would have thought of that. How did you do that? You are so clever. You are so smart. You are so creative. You are so funny. Keep going. It's okay. I'm still going to be here. Man, to have that in your life when you're young totally shapes the trajectory of how you move in the world. So even though you didn't get it then, it's really important that you get it now. And like, that's why this work is important because if I can give it to you, it's just as good. So like, I'm really talking to the young girl in you, right? Telling her that she's funny, she's smart, she's creative. She has good ideas, you know, she knows the answer. She asks good questions. And even if you make a mistake, that's still okay. It's still okay. Um, and I just think it's important that you hear that and that you know that. And that you even get an example through me if possible of like doing something hard, doing something challenging, talking about things that we're told we shouldn't talk about. Mainly our mamas, you know, so... I just want to get that off my chest and um, which really takes me into like what this episode is about today. Um, we have to talk about it as a community. We have to talk about it. We have to talk about our experiences with our mothers um, because you cannot heal what is hidden and shame can only be dispelled through sharing. And again, this is a living, breathing example of it. This podcast, this community, um, and the work that I do with all of you, um, whether it's through social media, through the podcast, through the coaching, through the classes, that is the work, you know? Oh boy, (laughs) man. So Let's just jump right on into it now that I think that we are properly warmed up. (laughs) Why is it important that we talk about um, our relationship with our mother? Why is it so important that we speak it? You know, because there are people telling us, that we shouldn't We're people telling us that you should just be happy that you have a mother. You, you know, she was doing her best. Um, you have to honor your mother. Don't be rude. Don't be disrespectful. All of these things. 
And it's really, we, we're going to have experiences with all types of people in our lives. And we probably had and are having and will continue to have. But the first experience we've ever had with a person is with our mother. And she teaches us how to see ourselves. She teaches us how to experience other people. And she teaches us how to treat ourselves. And so if you grew up with um, an emotionally unavailable mother, a toxic mother, um, an emotionally abusive or physically or mentally abusive mother, someone who passed her wounds on to you. That's what's so specific is the, her lack of autonomy and her trauma and not having autonomy is the ultimate trauma. Not owning the way you see the world, not owning yourself, your experience, that is the trauma. And um, the very specific way that black women pass that down to their black daughters is what we always focus on. And we center those stories. And I say that because in the black community, you just don't talk about your mama. You just don't. You just don't do it. And if you are, it's like treason. It's like you committed the biggest sin you could ever commit in your life. And a lot of it has to go with when you look back at the plight of the black mother in this country, all she's had to do, all she's had to endure, all of the lashes she's taken physically, mentally, emotionally, sexually through chattel slavery and we honor her and we put the mother on a pedestal. But when we put the mother on a pedestal, we actually objectify her and we don't let her be human. We don't let her be tired. We don't let her be scared. We don't let her be confused. And in that, that actually creates a trauma because then she has to be perfect all the time for everyone. And that's a lie. And it's a lie then she lives that we uphold. So actually, when we talk about the mistakes our mothers make, we free her because we free her to be human. It is not to demonize her, but it is to free her to be human because we all make mistakes. We all have fallen short. And just because you are a parent doesn't um, absolve you from that. Any of us from that, because then we turn around and we become parents. And nothing can absolve us of that because we don't want to pass that same trauma onto our kids, right? That's why it's so important that we have this conversation. It's not about um, making somebody else feel bad. It's not about beating somebody over the head. It is just about being able to own and honor your experience because once you have autonomy of that, the mother wound can end with you and it doesn't get passed down. That is what this is all about. So many people talk about how can they change the way they raise their children. They didn't like the way they were raised and now they're raising their daughters the same way and they're making the same mistakes and they don't want to, but they don't know how to stop because it's so ingrained and so programmed into them. This is another reason why we have to talk about it because when we can make ourselves aware 
we can start to change the behavior. And when we don't shame ourselves, we can say, okay, I made a mistake. I can apologize. What is a better behavior? How can I adapt what I'm doing? What needs to be healed in me? Because when we do the healing work for ourselves, we automatically become better parents. We automatically become better friends. We automatically become better partners because we have done the work to create a better relationship with ourselves. All of this starts with talking about the relationship we have um, with our mothers. And, and another piece is really important that this is living, walking, talking, breathing evidence is when you talk about it, when I talk about my story, somebody comes and says, oh my God, I thought it was just me. I didn't know somebody was having the same experience and that automatically makes your experience real, right? Imagine you go around and let's say you see, I'm going to do air quotes if you're listening, ghosts, right? But the ghost is real to you. You see it, you smell it, you taste it, you feel it. Well, you don't taste the ghost, but you know what I'm saying? It's real to you. And no, everybody's walking around and nobody else sees the ghost. And then you meet somebody and they see exactly what you see. Automatically, you're not alone. The loneliness that is caused, not from just having the mother wound, but from carrying it by yourself, is it will break you. It, it's like gaslighting yourself continually. And then when you meet someone, someone or you hear a story that's similar to yours, you're like, oh, I'm not crazy. Those things actually did happen. And that shift starts you being able to trust yourself again. You can listen to the pain you have inside because before you were able to talk about it, you ignored the pain inside. You brushed the pain off. You abandoned the pain. You rejected the idea of the pain. If y'all been here long enough, you know where I'm going with this. Through your uh, disbelief that you were traumatized by your mother, you, in that moment, become her. You abandon your own truth. You reject your own truth. The same way she abandoned and rejected your being when you were growing up. So now you went from being the victim to now you're the perpetrator. But it's all because you can't believe it's true because who would do that? How could it be? Because it doesn't make any sense. That's, that's, that's what's so mind boggling because you're like, how could somebody you love so much that you didn't do anything to treat you this way? Not realizing it really doesn't have anything to do with you. But you only learn that through through sharing, through being in a community, through talking about it and acknowledging it. But once you acknowledge it and you say, oh, that is what happened to me. That is a real thing. That is really the beginning to healing it. That's why it's so important that we, that we talk about it. You have to be willing to share the story. You have to be willing to acknowledge it now. How do you acknowledge it? Where do you acknowledge it? Who am I telling this to? Oftentimes we want our mother, we want to tell her 
what she did so she can acknowledge it because once she acknowledges it and validates it then it can finally be true that's the small girl in us still looking to our mother like well it's only true if she says it's true so if she says she didn't do anything wrong she didn't do anything wrong but it feels like she did something wrong so we want to tell her because if we can get her to admit it then it can be real I'm going to tell you from personal experience, sis, that's not the way to go. Trying to get her to agree, understand, believe you, um, acknowledge wrongdoing is not how you heal. That is not it. Because the mother wound isn't about the relationship with your mother. The wound is about the relationship you have with yourself. So sharing your story is something that you do in a space with people that you trust, that you care about. Um, Sometimes you're not even willing to tell it to yourself. Maybe you have to start with journaling it. Maybe you have to start with saying, this is what happened. This is what, how it made me feel before you can even tell anyone because to believe it, to believe it for yourself is like breaking your heart all over again. You know, the, the way that we keep it at bay is to keep our heart from breaking over and over again. But that's also a part of the process because there's a relief. There's like, oh, I can see myself. I can be seen. And then you can move from possibly journaling it to talking to people who are close to you saying, Hey, this is, this is what I experienced. And this is how it's showing up in my life. It's really not about whatever it is you thought it was about. It's really this relationship with my mother has impacted me in so many ways and it's showing up. And if it's okay, I would like to talk about it. I would like to um, be able to have a space where I can share some of these experiences without being judged, without you saying, well, you know, be happy you had a mother you know you don't talk about your mother or she was doing the best she could you don't want to talk to somebody who's going to minimize your experience because it's hard to talk about your mother in the black community I know it's like uh it's it's ingrained in us not to say a word and to to immediately defend the mother it's just culturally That is what we do. It has been so ingrained in the black community that you defend her, you automatically take her side. So it can be so difficult when you want to talk to people about it because it's already her. She's, she's your mother like that. And, and, and we get confused with respect and honor with someone being correct and you can honor and respect someone and still acknowledge that they were wrong. And that's another, that's another show we're going to talk about when it, we talk about like the culture of black parenting and how it creates a, a real lie around what respect is. Because then we take that into our adult lives and what it means to be a child and what it means to be an adult and how really if you're raising a black home, it doesn't matter how old you are, you still get to be treated like a child and you have to act like a child 
And that is what respect is called. But that really isn't. That's really an objectification. And it's a lie. And it will cause a lot of people to go out in the world and act out because they can't be themselves with their family and with their parents, all for the sake of you should respect your elders. And you should honor and you should obey. And that rule is taught in in perpetuity until you die. And so if you want to heal from your mother wound, you're going to have to break some of those rules. You're going to have to break all those rules, actually. And you're going to have to see them for what they are. And it is a way to maintain control. Again, we're going to talk about the culture of black parenting, why it was so important for black parents to control their children. But we're not in that time anymore. So a a lot of that stuff doesn't apply. And it's so important that you are you give yourself the space to talk about it. Um, get a therapist. If you don't have people that are able to listen, that can receive what you're saying, get a therapist, get a counselor, find c- community, okay? Whether it's my page or whether there are other pages on here where you can talk about it, where you can feel validated and where you can feel heard and you can know what next steps there are for you to heal. But no matter what you do, do not um, bury it. And there, there are reasons why people do bury it. It's like, well, I'm in an active relationship with my mother. You know, I take care of her. Hell, she might still be taking care of you. She might be taking care of your kids. You all might as a unit be air quote, a close knit family. So if you're going to start having conversations about how your mother treated you, it's going to really upset the apple cart and you don't want to do that. These are real reasons why people stay quiet and they try to get the buy-in from the mother. So the relationship doesn't have to change. So they don't have to be seen as, um, someone who is being mean or disrespectful to their mother inside the family unit. So they don't have to possibly, and I talk about this autonomy is physical, mental, emotional, and financial. A lot of people are tied to their toxic mother due to finances. It's like, well, I live at home. She takes care of my kids for free. Um, I'm not able to move out. So I'm, I don't know how I can have that conversation when I need her right now. The healing process doesn't start when you have the perfect situation. That's why I said it's really about where can you start? Maybe it's journaling, finding a friend you can talk to, finding a counselor, finding a therapist, seeking out autonomy in ways so you can have your freedom because you're not going to be able to do both because it's not about her changing. Sharing and talking about it with her, if she's open to that, that's awesome. But if she's not, trying to have the conversation with her is going to do more harm than good. And you're not going to like this. She doesn't have to listen to you. Like this whole idea of how she should behave because she's your mother that is a childish childish perspective and you're going to have to get it out of your mind. 
because this isn't about what should be or what could be. This is about what is. And if you want to heal, it is about gaining your own autonomy. It is about you standing 10 toes down in your own life. And you can't keep trying to get something from her that she didn't give you back then because she's not going to give it to you now. No matter how much you talk to her about it, trust me, I've been there. So I really, it would really behoove you to be thinking about if you have an active relationship with her and it's not healthy, how you can gain that autonomy, how you're able to set boundaries and um, be, being willing to accept the fallout for sharing. Because if not, the story and the experience is going to live on through you and it's going to continue to haunt you. It will never go away and you'll be an old woman listening to this podcast, listening back to this on YouTube and saying, I wish I would have done something because now it seems too late and it has impacted my life in all these ways. And what am I going to do now? Make the changes now, start the process now. So you can have the life you really want. So you can have the peace you want. So you can believe in yourself the way you want. So you can experience love the way you want and the way you deserve to feel it but it really does begin with you talking about it. You have to find an outlet in that way. And that's just, that's just the way it is. And it's not easy. It is painful. It does hurt. It's like, it's like healing a bone, right? That bone has got to get put back in place once it's been broken. And then it has to be rehabbed. It has to be moved frequently. And over time it gets stronger and stronger and stronger. If not, it's going to heal crooked and you're not going to have the mobility that you really need to have to go through life the way you want to. So just think about that analogy um, as you go through this process. So I'm going to end with this and I really want to talk to the little girl in you right now because this episode could be a lot and I really want to kind of bring us back to a safe space emotionally where we can digest and process all of this. And what I want to say to the little girl in you is, I'm so sorry this happened to you. You didn't deserve it. It's not your fault. But guess what? We're going to fix it. We're going to fix it together. You still deserve to be loved. You deserve to be seen. You deserve to be heard. Your experience is real. And no one can take that away. I love you guys. Talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Black Mother Wound Podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and make sure you comment, subscribe, and rate the show. You can keep the conversation going over on IG at Black Mother Wound and click the link in the show notes to download the free Mother Wound Healing Guide. See you next week.